Welcome to this episode of Victory Talks with Dr. Vijeta Sahai. And yes, this is a platform where I help you accelerate your inner core, boost your growth, and become a victor in life. In this platform, we also invite many influencers, mentors, coaches on this show, and we ask them amazing questions wherein we extract from their life stories and learn a lot how they have led to those successes in their lives and how they have achieved that growth. So let's start today's episode by introducing myself. Hi, this is Dr. Vijeta Sahai, and I am your personal growth catalyst. I help you grow and accelerate through your career in life with confidence, building, and a growth mindset. In this particular episode, we have our guest, very esteemed guest, who is none other than Sir Rathina Swami. Sir, welcome on board. And this is a great pleasure to have you with us today. Welcome, sir. Yeah, good morning. And uh, I'm very happy to be in this uh, podcast. And it is my pleasure to share my life story with you. Thank you, Vijeta. Amazing to have you, sir. I really appreciate you taking out time from your busy schedule and being with us on this platform and sharing your nuggets of wisdom with us. So to begin with this episode, I would like to introduce Ratina Swami, sir. Uh, he is the chief mentor at Midna Global, an Ikigai expert. And yes, he is one of the persons who has always influenced and you know, uh, made an impact in my growth as an expert in this field where I am contributing a lot of success stories with other people. Sir, I would like to request you to share a bit about your life story, how you have started your career, and yes, share with the audiences uh, about your journey. Yeah, I, I am born and brought up in a small village near Coimbatore, which is situated in the state of Tamil Nadu in India. I, because my family wasn't really, uh, had big educational background at all. So we, we studied in a government school near my village and we went through educational options, really more for survival. It is not that we had big dreams about becoming something. So, in fact, we went to the school to have our free meals there and we started learning something there and slowly moved up better. We studied fairly well because of the poverty that we had to undergo. So, we, we, we realized that education only can make us to improve our lifestyle. So, we did a fairly good education, uh, but no big dreams and goals and push and pressures were in there. So I studied my graduation in a government arts college in, in the city of Coimbatore. And after the graduation, I, because of the family needs, I entered into small, uh, you know, job for 150 rupees a month salary. That's my first salary. I did a BSc chemistry. So after the graduation, I got a job uh, nearby pharmaceutical company. But then I realized that uh, that place is not the place where I need to uh, sustained for a long time. So I, I wanted to have higher studies done 
but I need to make some money to do higher studies because family could not afford uh, any, uh, you know, higher studies uh, from the family support. So I did a change to few other companies. For five years, I worked as a paper maker in a paper industry. And then I moved to Mumbai to study my post-graduation. And during my post-graduation, I entered into uh, Baba Atomic Research Center, the most premier uh, research institution in this country. And I, I worked there as an assistant scientist for uh, five years. Somehow the government jobs, uh, government nature of the government job did not motivate me because I wanted to do something new all the time. And the job that I was given was more, uh, you know, a stagnant and kind of role. So I did not enjoy it. So I left the central government job and entered into a private uh, hospital as a, a medical a technologist. And I worked in uh, Tata uh, main hospital for five years. And then we started a small family venture called Tyrocare. And it is a family business, uh, a family startup, uh, where my brother, who also worked in uh, Baba Atom Research Center for 15 years as a scientist. So both of us had some expertise in the in a diagnostic industry. So we thought we should do something on our own. So we started in 1996, a small laboratory in, in a 60 square feet in Mumbai, part of the city. And then uh, we all worked together for 15 years to make it the world's largest diagnostic laboratory. And uh, uh, it became a public limited company and it went into IPO as well after that. Somewhere even that profession, that uh, venture did not give me the full satisfaction uh, because I wanted uh, to do something which I was dreaming to do uh, which as a family, the opportunities weren't really coming that way. I guess that is because of my personality being more service-minded. The business mindset did not uh, suit me well. So I quit the uh, uh, entrepreneur uh, journey overnight and I uh, was wondering and wondering what I can do on my own. And that is uh, that's another uh, journey, second part of the journey that I have gone through. And for the last 10 years, I have been doing that uh, magical journey. It's a miracle for me as well as people who are around me. And, uh, and, and I must say, the, the 5,000 crore company did not give me the satisfaction of, I would even say, 5 lakhs uh, you know, revenue that I make uh, in this, uh, you know, the small venture that I am doing. Because it is, this is the Ikigai which I have decoded accidentally, and I am now enjoying it consciously. That's the long story in short, uh, Vijeta. Thank you very much. Amazing, amazing journey, sir. Uh, from uh, starting, you know, being a scientist and then from a very small village, how you have grown. And yes, your, you know, continuous effort of having that passion to do something and education which your parents you know have given it to you and taking it to the next level becoming one of the you know scientists in one of the renowned in premier institutes uh, of government of india and then starting an entrepreneurial journey and yes and uh, which still did not satisfy your core because your ikigai was 
something different. And I hope uh, uh, this journey, which you have started almost 10 years back, am I right? Right, yeah, almost 10 years. Yeah. Yes. So, sir, I would first, because uh, most of the people uh, in, in today's world really do not understand to find out their core. They are still struggling to find their purpose in life or, or I would say motive of their existence. Right. So how do we know, uh, how would, should one address this juggle in the mind? I think uh, the earlier generations were uh, focused on survival. I think uh, our grandparents, for them, if you are able to live, uh, that itself is a big uh, achievement. But I think with the brain evolution, the goals of our life is slowly uh, changing from survival to success and the satisfaction and self-realization. So if you recall the Maslow's triangle, which calls it as self-actualization, has two components. One is self-realization and the other one is fulfillment. I think when both of the things happen together, I think the self-actualization happens. But because of the gender, the men focus on self-realization and women focus on self, uh, sorry, fulfillment, self-fulfillment. So I guess this awareness is not there. We are not uh, teaching children what is your goal, what is the ultimate goal in your life. Somehow it looks like that the smaller goals become the ultimate goals because of the ignorance that uh, human beings are, uh, are probably evolving into. I won't blame them, but because the neurological system also must support. Just having a self-realization idea will not work. Your neurological system also must support. I think uh, because the evolutionary trend is like that, from survival, we are moving towards self-realization. So I guess maybe in 21st century, self-realization, awareness, and uh, clarity is all the more important than the previous generation. So I guess now children are individuals, the overall, uh, what we call it as the affordability, the ability to meet the ends, is fairly improving. The, 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 the affluence is definitely on the rise. There is no denial about it. So when the parents are giving the basic survival requirements and all, children need not worry or need not struggle for them. So now they need to move to the next level that is success. And that is one generation that focuses on success. I think after that, in the 21st century, beyond success, people will have to go that I call it as satisfaction that yes, I have enough. How do I help others to become somebody like me, like your project that you are doing? I think uh, this is an indication that the new generation is focusing on how to have a satisfied life rather than uh, you know, the, the success becoming the goal of the life. Because most of the time, success alone is not giving that satisfaction or having achieved something. So there is an emptiness comes with success if your satisfaction is not uh, you know, taken as a goal. So I guess a lot of people are madly persuading the success aspect. They forget the emptiness, the vacuum that comes after only success if you keep as a goal. So I would like to say, keep your goal as satisfaction and persuade your success so that when you achieve something, you will also feel that you have done it 
uh, holistically. Otherwise, you feel that something you have got it, but uh, you have lost something or at the cost of something else. Most of the, I would say the 20th century experience has been that they all achieved something, but I think they missed the satisfaction that follows this success. So I think 21st century, we need to tell the children that success in this world is very easy. It is not that making money and achieving something, you are naturally, you have the ability, but all you need to now focus is how to achieve that satisfaction of having done something in life, which means it must be good for the society. That's what ultimately it all becomes to. Success means most of the time it is like achieving something, making money, increasing your wealth, raising your status, getting recognized, popularity. But I think even a terrorist becomes very popular and he has more than enough money to uh, become successful in his domain. But I guess what is good, what, I, what is that impact I am making in the society, that is very, very important. So I believe that what impact you create in the society will ultimately become the more important component than what you acquired for yourself. Success is most of the time focusing on what did I gain? And satisfaction comes when you focus on what do I give to others? What do I share with others? So I guess for 21st century, the success, many parents have earned so much money that now the children are finding more frustrated to increase their wealth because they have more than what they can consume. So they need to be told money you already have, wealth you have, maybe popularity and status you have. You need to work on how do you share that your parents did not do enough, how to become something different from your parents. And that's what is very important. And to do that, definitely knowing what is that I have to do to get that kind of satisfaction is very, very important. And I don't believe trial and error is a worthy thing to try in this 21st century where the healthy life is only 40 years are available for individuals. Up to 20, you are very young, you are learning process, you can't do much towards the society, uh, you know, much. So be between 21 and 60, this is the most productive life in, a, in somebody's, uh, you know, somebody's uh, living in this planet. I think they must know how I'm going to spend my next 40 years. It could be a career, it could be a service, whatever way you are doing, how much impactful you are able to make and how much internally also you feel satisfied. So the satisfaction part is having two components. You enjoy the satisfaction with a lot of joy and happiness, not because of the money and wealth you have acquired, but because of the impact that you have had within you. And that in, it reflects on the impact that you make on the society. So I believe unknowingly, everybody is chasing their ikigai, but 99% of the people are not actually encountering at the age that they can make it a reality. So it becomes most of the time a regretful life at the end of uh, their journey in this planet. And they have to now come back and uh, again take a birth and continue to do it. But the unfortunate thing is we will forget this experience uh, when we come back again. And then again, we will start doing the same thing and probably figure out somewhere, you know, in our life. So I believe that children are the 21st generation human beings must ensure that the purpose of they coming to this planet must be known to them. 
what is the syllabus that they have to study like in a college and a school they need to know the syllabus that they need to master and once they know the syllabus now they can sit and study similarly once one somebody knows the purpose of their life and how they will go through and what kind of challenges that will come to them i think that will be a great uh, life experience for anyone in the planet especially for the 21st century uh, human beings yes vijeta very very deep insight sir very deep insight in uh, uh, which which is you know uh, which you shared that in terms of a human being who is born on this earth they really need to understand their purpose and because we are a social animal we get entangled and trapped in the social vicious cycle so much that we just keep on running behind the materialistic world though the success comes to us but right. still we are all lost we are all right. lost right so yes you you are you know you shared it very very rightly sir um my next question which which uh, you know which i would like to request you to help us understand the term ikigai and yeah. how a person a person who is very engrossed in his daily routine or materialistic world can discover or start working towards it right see human beings are like higher version of uh, animals like mm -hmm. there is something called emulative living is there that means somebody lives in a particular way we tend to we tend to copy that one and we will probably make some improvement but we tend to do what everyone is doing this is a very natural tendency of animals uh, to live in a in a in a herd and and continue to go through a process which every other animal uh, does but human beings are also blessed with a, with an ability to think differently and try something new that also is a part of the human beings Uh, evolutionary uh, i would say advantages but i guess many of many individuals are not being created an awareness about that are not being given a right opportunity to make use of their human uh, credentials and abilities and potentials uh, we are not making an awareness to the individuals so coming to the word ikigai actually though purpose is something which is a very uh, i would say very common term which we always use but i guess it is not one word or one uh, top one segment that can give a holistic uh, explanation uh, this ikigai is a term that is being uh, uh, talked in books and uh, talked in lectures uh, for quite some time and it is told that more than 100 years the concept of ikigai the meaning of life so purpose of life or the meaning of life or why are you here to do what i think the most commonly question asked or maybe the most frequently the question asked by the human beings time immemorial is who am i but that question is not something which a common man can either understand or he can explain to others as well so instead of asking who am i people have asked some different questions to get a similar answer or answer answering as that question and i guess ikigai is a concept which which is actually answering who am i more than who am i 
The second question is why am I here? Okay, why am I here? Is that I came by accident or I have something to do here and I have come with some agenda, with a program I have come. So that syllabus is what I was mentioning earlier also. So Ikigai says that there are four components that makes this meaning of life and why I am here kind of life, uh, you know, to, to have answers to it. And to make it very simple, the four components are, one, you must like to do something. We call it as interest. That means there is some energy in the brain. What type of work or what type of activity that your brain wants to perform? It is, it is everything that is configured in our brain. So brain is ultimately the, uh, ultimately the life, brain is life. Okay, so how the configuration of the brain is happening decides what kind of functions that will come very natural to them. So this we call it as interest in a common language we call I like and I don't like. So likes and dislikes are the first component. You must do, like animals also don't do what they don't like. They also do what they like. Where the comfort zone is there, animals also like that. So when it comes to uh, human beings also, we want to do what we enjoy doing, what is easier to do. In fact, it is a word that we can say is which activity consumes less energy, less effort, that is what we want to do. And that is the uh, uh, you know loss of nature. The easiest thing will be done first. That's a basic law, law of nature. So that is one thing. The second component is, yes, I like it. But what do I do with the liking? How much I am able to perform? For example, I'll give a small example to make it clear. Some child would say, I like mathematics. But doesn't mean the competency, higher competency also the child likes. So there is a difference between the interest and the competency. So competency is the way you perform and the interest is the energy to perform. Both of them one is qualitative and the other one is a quantitative information. So once we know these two things together, it is called passion. So the difference between passion and interest is interest is interest can come from motivation also. But the competency is not something can come from motivation. But by repeating the activity, you probably can become competent, but it will take some time for you to get that competency. So interest plus competency put together, we call it as passion, okay? That is burning desire to do anything to achieve that goal that is aligned with the interest and the competence. Both of them are very important. And the third component is with the talent and with the interest, what do you achieve as a success? That's very important. You need, you also need an, an arena a forum where your talent can be exhibited. So unless it is not given opportunities for exhibition, then I think the passion remains underutilized or unutilized. So the third component is success. What do you achieve by using the competency and interest? This is what many people are sometimes missing. They may have the passion, but they did not get the right opportunity because of which it becomes an underutilized, unutilized, unfulfilled dream people call it as. So the third component is you should get an opportunity uh, 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 to exhibit that and so that you feel, yeah, I have become this, I have achieved this and materialistically, uh, socially, anything that you achievements, 
achievement comes after this one but there is more fourth component is the all the more important which people are all missing to note because that is not coming there is no awareness about it that is what is your purpose of life okay uh, uh, doing something earning something achieving something is not the purpose of life the purpose of life is to feel that all that i have done is towards some purpose and the purpose is not personal it is global in nature so to feel that you have contributed well to this globe's existence or to the betterment of the humanity the personality needs to be connected and i think many people most of the people i must say are having no idea about their personality so they achieve something and the uh, and the vacuum the emptiness is coming because there has been no connection with the purpose of life so we need to know these four components and then come it's a cycle so you can go either way no problem but the right way is find out the interest do some studies find out your competency take up some professional careers achieve something have fulfill your personal goals and dreams now you use your personality align your personality so that you can also go through the holistic fulfillment experience uh, by connecting with the personality so if we have an idea about this four components and then if you uh, plan our journey in this planet i think it will be the 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 completeness might happen later but there the regretness will never happen because you are going in the right path and you will reach the destination that you you need to go to so i think this is applicable for both for men and women so that they feel that self actualization is something i have achieved uh, when, when during the uh, you know third third leg of our journey uh, between after 40 we should start experiencing the self actualization so that we go through our journey with a lot of fulfillment and that becomes a joyful journey in this planet otherwise it is it it, it looks like uh, that uh, we haven't lived our life full so there's a regret coming and uh, we have a choice to make a life great or regret and uh, that can be done only with ikigai yes vijayendra very very beautiful explanation sir very beautiful explanation of how a person living on this planet is uh, juggling with uh, the things around him but towards the end of his life he dies a life of regret right. so we as human beings we as uh, uh, i would say having the beautiful birth in this yes. human form yeah uh, and uh, uh, you know i i know that your ikiga you have discovered and you are putting your you know Uh, more than hundred percent efforts to bring awareness about this concept in all the human beings, yeah. and you're also ensuring. I'm I, I'm aware of it because I've been in you know in touch with you since long. Uh, you're also ensuring that as as parents, as uh, in the next generation, that is. Uh, uh, from the very childhood, we do not miss out on this beautiful concept of finding your life's purpose. And uh, yes, uh, sir. Now my question to you would be: your journey uh, 
as an ikigai expert uh, we have spoken about how it impacts the human race human kind and what impact what is the purpose and how it is linked with the four uh, levels of ikigai realization then now my question to you would be connecting the purpose and the personality which you spoke about while we were mm -hmm. discussing ikigai mm -hmm. how this connection happens and then we will come to your my next question which we would be in regards to your contribution as a part you know as a founder of midna okay yeah uh, yeah uh, personality uh, is your your face to the world okay the talents and all only when you get the opportunity you can exhibit but personality is something 24 by 7 we are showing it to the world that's our face that is our our uh, our outward thing that is being seen by everyone in the planet right so when it comes to the personality we all know all over the world people talk about five personalities uh, in general and the rest of them are all subtle uh, smaller deviations from this five so once you know what is your core personality and uh, interestingly nature does not give you a clear cut you belong to a personality b personality like that it does not give okay it's always a complex uh, personality a few individuals have a luxury of having a single personality but um, i would say 80% are or maybe a little less than that would be having a combination of different personalities put together when we say mixed together the brain has 10 compartments and all the 10 compartments com uh, contribute towards what you are delivering to the external world whether in the form of an activity or in the form of your behavior we are definitely exhibiting ourselves to the outside world so though some of the compartments of the brain are contributing making a major contribution to the personality which is actually what we say Uh, the what is seen by others what is experienced by others but what is being experienced by others is also created within the brain so all some of the compartments are also contributing towards the personality so that is why human beings are fighting with themselves very often it is not the enemy the challenge comes from outside sometimes internally also we have some dissonance and that dissonance leads to some internal conflicts and that internal conflicts most often comes out in a subtle way and that too when the relationships are very close to each other they will definitely get exposed that is why most of the time as friends we may not have any conflicts but as a very close life partners we would definitely have more conflicts because the more close we come to each other in any relationship the more of the inner conflict get exposed and you 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 go through it and then it comes naturally gets exposed okay so when it comes to the five types of personality one is called a very obedient personality or a reflective personality which just says okay i am okay with everything you tell me i'll do it's a kind of very obedient personality and it is very interestingly in the 21st century they are rare in commodity because the brains are getting upgraded evolutionary changes are happening so this personality is slowly disappearing from the planet which was earlier generation used to be higher in percentage that is why earlier generation people believed in doing work, hard work 
and current generation and the 21st century brains are interested in doing smart work or the easy work or the you know soft work that they are interested in doing so this personality is slowly on the decline but we cannot rule out still uh, at least 1 to 2% of the uh, world population has this personality but with combination of others it could be around 5% could have some combinations as well now the second type of personality is what we call the water personality or the affective personality the the reflective personality is purpose of life that's the whole uh, whole point that uh, your question needs to be addressed reflective personality is only interested in doing work without asking any questions they just want to do a mechanically robotically work that is being instructed so instruction based work is your purpose somebody says you go and fight in the battlefield you go and fight you don't ask whether i will i, I will die or not also so this is the loyalty that is very very important component here and for somebody they will die without even asking question should why should i alone uh, should die so that is the kind of obediency the obedient uh, nature that they have so their purpose of life is called karma yoga you do the work without really expecting anything in return and that is called the physical based purpose of working okay that means i have come here to do uh, to do to serve others uh, you know 100% with 100% dedication and even i won't care about myself like a security guard we all know security guards they have the risk of getting uh, died in the event whereas they want to protect their people whom they are engaged or employed so that is one personality where you say i'll i'll work and die for uh, whoever feeds me survives who helps for me to survive in the planet the second kind of personality is called bhakti yogi or a devotional personality they are higher version of the reflective personality but they also they want to serve people in a better way see the first one is just doing what is being told whereas the second personality is i have understood the need sir i will work on myself sir so they need instruction but they can work something on them also that means they know why they are doing it and how to do it and when to do it and when not to do it so they have a better understanding of their activity and we call them as water personality affective personality and also the bhakti yoga devotion okay and uh, because of he does something to the work uh, planet i also want to do the same thing that so i want to be following him so this is a guru and a follower a, a disciple and a, a leader kind of a role that they go okay so this is more emotionally connecting and uh, they think whatever the uh, guru does that is the best thing in the planet so i will also do that and whatever he gets i will also get if he gives me i'll take if he doesn't give it no problem but i love to be with him this is the second type of personality so uh, psychologically it is told the purpose of life for them is love yes. because they love it is it is coming out of love not because of survival it comes because i love the person i like to be with him he is doing an amazing job so i want to be there so the connecting one is the emotions that are getting connected that is why we call it as bhakti yoga that is the second personality that is connecting with the purpose of life the third one is called the air personality or a diplomatic personality who knows what is good 
but he will do it only when the right opportunity comes okay like a warrior a warrior is not supposed to fight all battles he should choose the right time the right place and the right method of attacking him or uh, you know encountering him or meeting him or embracing him that is very very important so he knows when i have to do what how much i have to do that is what we call the diplomatic personality and like an air they sometimes will flow hard sometimes they will flow very soft they sometimes they will flow blow cold and sometimes hot so they will change continue to change their uh, uh, you know the the methodology that they uh, used to uh, execute their work so that personality is called integrative personality integrative personality means they know both sides and they will do what is right for the situation so they are situational leaders they don't take a very offensive they don't go defensive also they just make their decision depending upon the challenges that they encounter in their life that is their nature and the fourth type of personality is called the cognitive personality or a fire personality which the name itself suggests that they are very aggressive and uh, wanting to attack and wanting to be very firm in nature okay so the third uh, personality i forgot to tell the purpose of their life is to be a very diplomatic person or maybe like a like a king or like a person who will not in into conflict so this is more like leaders for human beings so purpose of their life is to become a trainer a teacher a leader who will handle human beings so for handling human beings developing the human beings brain and uh, making them a better person this personality purpose of their personality is to grow someone to help someone to grow in their life personally professionally so they are very good gurus so their purpose of life is to to be a guru and then uh, handle the individuals as required it is not that they they have one formula they will apply they have so many formulas for everyone they can give one formula that is why they are very ideal for creating more human leaders they are very ideal so their purpose of life is to create more leaders and ultimately become a, 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 a gigantic leader in their life and the fourth personality is the cognitive personality or the fire personality who is very firm in nature okay, okay. these people purpose of their life is to persist the challenges and achieve something better in life for the planet for example in a company they they are the ones who are very ideal to develop a new technology a new methodology which will change the world i call them as change makers okay they are very assertive very aggressive very firm in making some change in this world so that the evolutionary process continues to enjoy new things rather than continue to do what they are already doing so cognitive personalities are the change makers they become industrial well they make wealth for themselves they make make wealth for others as well so they are the people who are entrepreneurs so the the fourth personality is more like you build big infrastructure technological innovations and help people to benefit more in terms of improving their quality of life so we can say 
the third personality is evolutionary improvement of the human beings teaching them something bettering them whereas the cognitive personality helps people to find new ways of uh, increasing their opportunities in life so that is the fourth personality we call cognitive personality and their purpose of life is to make more resources in this planet so that people can make use of them whenever it is needed so you can call them as uh, wealth builders entrepreneurs businessmen all this this probably comes in uh, they they think beyond themselves they think the world needs more resources so i must be the person to provide them the resources and the wealth and the survival opportunities i must create so especially the entrepreneurs we can call the life of purpose of their life is entrepreneurship and the fifth one which is the uh, we call it as sky personality uh, or a spiritual personality we call and these are the people whose purpose of life is to help person to achieve their ultimate goal for self realization they tell people they they become spiritual gurus who see not one small local requirements are important they see the global harmony the global satisfaction the global peace is their life purpose their life purpose is going beyond the personal the society and maybe a, a country and we are the continent they go to the global not only global they go universe so the fifth personality we call sky personality is a personality doesn't have any goal for himself every goal that is there for him is universal in nature for example he would treat a human being and an animal in the same way because for him everything is a living being it doesn't matter whether it is having uh, one one sense or five senses or seven senses he does not treat human beings as something extraordinary he treats every living being even the non living being in the planet more or less alike so that is called the spiritual personality or the sky personality or what we call uh, you know uh, a totally different personality we don't want to give any name because Uh, any name will uh, will make that description a little constricted so i think because it is sky's personality we should not say anything whatever has not been told by the previous four personalities the fifth personality does so we can say the five per- four personalities are within the planet and the fifth personality is outside the planet and there are individuals who think who who come in this life to change a big impact in the whole of the planet in such a way that they are becoming gods in this planet these are the people i believe have been named as god and people are worshiping thinking that if they are there to guide us so the sky personality and the fifth personality is actually living as a human being but their contribution to the planet is 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 unseen and it is it is not something we can uh, you know narrate and describe in words yes vijeta very very you know very detailed insight sir very detailed insight in in you know connecting and exp- 
explaining us and with the viewers the different types of personalities. Yes, we have, uh, you know, being an HR professional, I got to know different types of personality, but the in-depth information which you have shared and also connecting it with the different types of bhakti yoga and different levels is, and the sky personality, wherein you have really explained us as viewers, and I would uh, agree that uh, viewers also would agree with me, that yes, this is what we are seeing in and around us. When we, when we talk about one personality, we were able to relate, okay, this person has this personality, this person has this personality. My, my next question would be to you, uh, we have spoken in this episode about how uh, your journey started and how uh, Ikigai, the purpose of life needs to be decoded and how a normal human being can relate and find his purpose from the very beginning of the growth uh, in this universe and become successful or, or I would say uh, main contributors to this journey of uh, uh, their lives as a purpose, living a purposeful life. So, sir, how the journey of you inspiring or imbibing this unique skill or uniqueness in the people around us in this planet started? How this journey of having those uh, seeds sprouting started, sir? I think, uh, I don't know, many things are unexplainable, miraculous. I am a strong believer that you continue to do what you, what you are wanting to do. Uh, you will meet the right people, right opportunities, right tools and right resources will come. And uh, you, you are meant to do something is this planet. But if you are awareful about it, probably you will, you will, you will encounter them. Uh, before time. Okay, that's how I believe. So, when I I was not knowing this Ikigai <laughs> till few years before, even after starting this project, Ikigai was something I, I encountered very late, I would say, maybe three, four years before I came across the world. And uh, I, I, I I heard some, uh, some TED talk in which they had talked about Ikigai. Then I was thinking, maybe something Ikigai must be uh, can, it should be able to, we should be able to connect with our activity that we are doing in the name of genetic brain profiling. So then I went little deeper into Ikigai and then found it is only a concept. People could not practice because without a tool, how you will practice? So somebody has figured out that this is very important in life, but they did not know how uh, to help others. So I haven't come across anybody talking about decoding the Ikigai. Ikigai everybody talks because it's available in a book. You can read and any human beings, they can relate with their personal experience and say, yeah, yeah, I think it is right on it. So the validation can be done, but the confirmation could not be done using just by knowing the theoretical knowledge about Ikigai. So, uh, which, uh, so I came uh, out of the previous venture and I was just thinking, Money is there with me, but why I'm not really, you know, I'm not really sleeping peacefully. Something is missing in me. So I met uh, someone, I won't say I met someone, somebody 
came to my life and encountered me and here they introduced me this genetic brain profiling concept and uh, i don't know i still believe that uh, magical things will happen you will not be able to explain much about it so uh, i i started experiencing i applied this process for myself and i found the reason why i the emptiness was there in me now i realized oh god this is what i am supposed to have been doing for my lifetime maybe i spent 48 years of my life without knowing what is the purpose of my life in this uh, planet so that was a big revelation to me and i think uh, really i discovered myself i can't say somebody helped me to discover because uh, practically i went through the process and i i analyzed the report and understood on my own i think true self discovery you can call it as without help of anyone else then i found oh god this is the reason why i was not happy with a 5000 crore company and uh, i was still wandering somewhere wanting to do something so that was the magical moment and it happened when i was 50 okay 48 the search started and i think in, by when i was 50 i could uh, figure out uh, oh god this is what i must do so then i started this uh, you know small uh, project called midna global so technically uh, the the process of self discovery started in 50 but it took for me it took another one and a half year to to come into some software development and have some tool which is on my own i did not want to purchase this software from anyone else though it was available many places i somehow my brain design is i can't work with somebody's children i should have my child so somewhere i i believed that i must develop something even if it takes time doesn't matter because i'm not doing this for money i'm doing it for my satisfaction so i must have a 100% uh you know experience of this whole tool so that i can transfer the knowledge uh, to others with lot of uh, commitment and involvement in the whole uh, knowledge transferring the knowledge process so uh, it took some time for me to develop and then in from a small uh, seed uh, i sprouted and it's a small plant now i'm sure it will become a banyan tree but it will have when it will happen how long it will take i'm not even bothered about it but i know that tree is banyan and one day it will become a uh, uh, yeah, yeah, massive banyan tree that's my you know belief system so i discovered my uh, personal ikigai then i i, I just uh, tried with my uh, you know family members and the people who are very close to me and everybody said uh, this this seems to be very uh, reliable and right so then i applied it to and i converted into a small uh you know professionally commercially available opportunity and then uh, we we started building uh, you know uh, the services re- reached more people and today i must say uh, i am not only earning money i am earning more blessings than money and that keeps me driving uh, you know keep going in this uh, small journey i would call and uh, i believe somehow i believe nature has chosen me to to make the initiation only sprouting is my job i have done it and i think if i can ensure that right some water right quality of air and sunlight is provided it will then grow on its own and become the banyan tree which it is supposed to so i believe thyrocare is a miracle the diagnostic company in which uh, the first part of my journey 50 years was there i don't know how many years are left but i'm sure 
this project will be another miracle in this planet and it will definitely reach and change transform uh, people's life like never before so that's my belief and uh, i'm just putting uh, doing my contribution not really focusing on any dreams and goals i don't have any dreams towards this project because it is divine's uh, uh, you know guidance i am going through i can't have a dream only god should have a dream and uh, we know god's dream means infinite yeah that's my you know reply to this amazing sir amazing i am super you know so happy to uh, you know if, to be with you in this moment and learning so much from you and i hope all the viewers and the listeners of this amazing podcast are also gaining lot of insights about their life purpose they are getting shook from deep inside and they craving for discovering their life purpose is really you know uh, help you know uh, i would say helping them that yes you need to find you need to gear up for that next level and find your ikigai your life purpose your existence on this earth why are you born on this earth is something which my viewers would definitely be looking forward to so this amazing session has been great insights about the self discovery the magical moments and decoding of ikigai and the life purpose with none other than our esteemed guest for today's podcast eratina swami sir thank you so much and yes we would deep dive in the next episode of victory talks with dr vijita sahai and eratina swami sir do not forget to review and subscribe to my podcast and also visit my website drvijitasahai.com and share your comments about this podcast in the next episode we will be talking about how the journey of decoding and the miracle project that is by the name midna global started see you in the next episode